0: Hey everyone, welcome and thanks for tuning into our podcast. Hey Oceanway family, man, I'm bringing church from my living room to your living room and I need your help today. Here's what I want you to do I want you to lean in, I want you to participate. You can even take some notes and hold on to this message and and read over it after this. Because I just believe what God put in me is meant for you. I also want you to do this. Take a moment, pull out your phone, text somebody right now and tell them that you are watching. You are online and you are watching your church right now. Because I believe that there's more people than in your small circle that's in your house that needs to hear this message. Today, we're starting a a second part of the series called This is Living. And I just believe these are interesting times that we're living in. How awkward is it to try to maintain that six-foot barrier between you and the person in front of you in line? And then you're looking at the people around you, and then somebody walks right by you, and you've got a face mask on. It is frustrating to no end sometimes to try to just really maintain that six-foot living space. I wonder if that's the new norm. But you know something, today we're going to talk about this is living with doubts. All of us live with doubts. You ever doubt the weatherman? The weatherman gives you this report and says, it's going to be sunny, it's going to be warm. And halfway through the day, boom, the storm comes. And when the storm comes, you're like, ah, that weatherman was wrong. He was doing what he was forecasting the weather. Or how about your doctor? You go see your your doctor and your doctor says, this is, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. You go home, everything's going to be good, and, and everything's not good. You're in pain, and then you realize, wait a minute, he is practicing medicine. All these different things cause us to doubt. We can doubt the weather. We can doubt politicians. We can doubt all sorts of different things. We all live with doubts. Doubt is nothing more than just enough information or misinformation that causes us to come up with a conclusion about a circumstance. Your circumstance does not determine uh, where you're headed in life. Your circumstance can actually impact your doubts if all you see is your circumstance. So today we're going to look in Scripture, and and we're going to look in John chapter 20, and we're going to look at Thomas. But before we do, I want to ask you a simple question. What's something that you doubted this week? I went to, to Sam's Club this weekend, and, and I had a serious doubt whether or not I was going to get inside the store or not. Here's what happened. I drove up, I, and I saw this line that went all the way down the side of the building, and it was growing. So I got gas, and then I was like, well, the line's getting longer. So I got in line, and when I got in line, the line didn't move. It stood still for 15 minutes. I'm standing there. I'm reading, I'm reading Instagram. I'm looking at Facebook. I started reading my emails and I'm looking and then the line starts moving and I realize people are dropping out of line. And I'm like, okay, at this moment I think, am I gonna stay or am I gonna go? And then the line moved. And when the line started moving, I, I thought at any moment they were gonna stop the line and the line went from the back of the store all the way around the front of the store and I got all the way to the front and I'm watching this person with their phone and they're counting how many people there are. and I'm like, they're gonna stop me. I'm gonna not get in and I got in the store. See, if all I did was focus on my circumstance, then all I did was magnify my doubt. But if I could see greater than if I could see more than just the information, then I could live in a, in a greater place. I want to help you with, with living with these things called doubts. See, the Bible says this in John chapter 20, and we're talking about Thomas. Now, just to give you some context, Thomas is one of the disciples, and this is actually one week after the resurrection, So if we're going to talk about living, we should talk about living after the resurrection. Jesus died so that we could live. He rose again so that we could have resurrection power in order to live. So if you look in John chapter 20, it says, Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the 12 was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So on on Easter Sunday, when Jesus got out of the tomb... And the disciples ran to the tomb and the tomb was empty. And they looked inside and they saw and they believed that was Peter and John. And then they left and they went back to room, and Mary was there. And Jesus reveals himself to Mary and she says to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And they said, yeah, we believe. That night they were locked in a room. And when they were locked in a room, boom, Jesus shows up in the midst of it, reveals himself to them and they believe. They turn around and they tell Thomas, we saw the Lord. But Thomas wasn't there. Thomas saw the crucifixion, he saw the body, he saw the tomb, he saw all those things, but he did not see the Lord. And here's what it says, says so the other disciples, when they told him he saw the Lord, he says this, this is exaggerated, he says, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger in the nail holes, unless I see his side and put my hand in there, I will not believe. So a week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them this time. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and he stood among them and he said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, walks right up to Thomas and he says, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen me, yet they still believe. See, when we look at the story, we realize that the doors were locked. And when the doors were locked, that means there was still fear that was still gripping their hearts. They didn't know who was going to come in that door. And when they were gathering together, Jesus walks in. He reveals himself. He doesn't just reveal himself. He walks right up to Thomas. Thomas had doubts. See, the word doubt means to be uncertain. It's a lack of confidence in. It's an inclination not to believe or accept. It's an opinion that often interferes with the decision-making. See, information, if all we have is all the information in the world, but we don't have the revelation, then sometimes that can lead to doubt. Doubt is a possibility when all we have is information, because once we see it for ourselves, that's when we believe. See, the resurrection is not the end. It's the beginning. The resurrection was the moment that power came into this world so that we could live every single day. Think of it this way. Right now, during this pandemic, during all these things that we're watching, it's resurrection power that lives inside of us, that enables us to live in this world. Jesus came to do what? To give us life, and life more abundantly. So if he came to give us life, he came to live inside of us. So resurrected Jesus came so that we could honestly live. But before he left this world, he said this. He said, I must go. And in order for me to go, I'm going to send another. It's, it's the Alos Paracletos. It's another one just like me. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. And he's going to give you the power to live. He's going to put power in your life. And you are going to continue to move forward. And, and when we look at Thomas, Thomas is a lot like us. See, Because the struggle that Thomas had was this. His wrong thinking led to wrong living. So you're wrong thinking sometimes. You ever been wrong before? <laughs> I have. Sometimes we have people in our own houses that say, hey, I was right. You ever been right all the time? Nobody has. Go ahead and laugh. Drop that in the, in the chat below. Put a smile face in there. If you've always, let's, let's do it this way. If you're always right, then, then take that heart sign and just start hitting that heart sign like crazy right now. Now, if your wife says she's always right, then take that angry face. You know that other one, that, that scowl? Just, just hit that all the time right now in the, in the Facebook feed. And, and, and let's see who's right or who's wrong. You know something? It's really not about being right. It's about understanding who Jesus is. It's about the fact that if I have the right information, then I can live in the right path. If I have the right information, the right thinking. See, it's not just information that causes me to, to shape the way I think. It's the way that I perceive that information. It's the revelation that comes from it. See, doubt is always an option when all we can see is our circumstances. Right now, we're so focused on the circumstances. We're so focused on what's happening around us. We're so focused on the news. We're so focused on when is the government gonna open up? When is the economy gonna open up? When are people gonna go back to work? When are the schools gonna open? Is graduation gonna happen? All these different things we talk about over and over and over, and we're focusing on these things, and it's easy to see doubt in the midst of them because all we have is misinformation or parts of information. It's when we, we, we experience the truth and not just see the truth, but live in the truth. That's when the power of the resurrection lives in us. So doubt is always an option, but we've got to look at our doubt and realize that there's a greater work inside of us, and his name is Jesus When we understand who Jesus is, we can understand that he is the son of God. He is the one who hung the stars in the sky. He was there from the beginning, and he's going to be there in the end. Guess what? He's coming back. See, Thomas had just enough information. You know what his information was? He saw the cross. He saw the crucifixion. He saw the tomb. He saw the body, and he said, unless I see Jesus, then I'm going to believe. He waited and said unless I see him and Jesus when he shows up he reveals himself to him see doubt is the product of just enough information doubt surveys the circumstance and makes a conclusion based on our circumstance if we look at our circumstance we may come up with some wrong conclusions we've got to see who Jesus is see information is is not just enough I don't know about you but but I love going to restaurants one thing I miss doing is going to a restaurant. And I use an app on my phone called Yelp. I've talked about this before. But sometimes you use the app and and you have just enough information. You don't have all the information. You have a picture, you have a menu, you have a a picture of the restaurant. You can see certain things, but until you walk in. Sometimes I walk in, I sit down, I order off of Yelp because I look at the food and I look at the picture I go, I want that. And when I get that and it doesn't look like that, then I wonder what that is. You understand what I'm saying? Because sometimes I think, is this really the same restaurant? Why? Because the information brought me there, but it was my revelation that gave me a better conclusion. See, my revelation of Jesus makes me realize that he's greater than what I'm walking through. He's greater than COVID-19. He's greater than your bank account. He's greater than what the doctor says. He's greater than any other report in the world. Why? Because he is the first, and he is the last, and he's coming back. So we have to reframe our circumstance with the revelation of who Jesus is. If we can see Jesus for who he is, then we can understand that he's got more. See, our thoughts are shaped by our information. We have access to those things. But the way we live is impacted by what we choose to believe. See, if we choose just to believe what we see, then what we see will influence what we believe. But we, if we step out in faith, faith is what? Faith is the evidence of things hoped for. It's the, it's the evidence of things not seen. See, Jesus wants to reveal himself to you today. Lean in. You know, put that coffee cup down. Maybe put down that, that, that Pop-Tart right now. Whatever you're eating for breakfast right now, yes, I'm talking to you. Jesus wants to reveal himself to you. It's more than information. It's a personal download. It's a personal revelation. He is still God. So today we look at Thomas, we realize that, yes, he had information, but it was the information without the revelation of who Jesus is that led him to think that, wait a minute, Jesus died, then the body's just missing. He couldn't come up with the, the information or the revelation that he rose from the dead. Even though Jesus said, I will return. Even though his best friend said, we saw the Lord. Even though Mary said, I saw the Lord. Thomas chose, like many of us sometimes, to, to have doubts in his life and allow the information to control us to a point where we make conclusions that aren't, aren't the right conclusions. See, doubt, if we look at doubt, doubt is no match for a resurrected Jesus. See, this is living. When Jesus walked into the room, fear left the room. Why? What happened? Jesus was in the same room one week later, and when he's in that room, the doors are locked. And everyone's together. And when the doors are locked and everyone's together, Jesus walks in. He didn't knock at the door. I don't know if, he, if, if, if this is you, but if I'm one of the disciples, I'd be like, Jesus, stop doing that. You can knock on the door. You can let us know you're coming. But he just, boom, he shows up right in the midst. And when he shows up in the midst, he walks right up to Thomas. Now think about this. He walks right up to Thomas, and he repeats to him what he said. Hey, put your finger here. Hey, look here. See the holes see my side, see these things, and Thomas looks and his doubt changes, why? Because doubt is no match for a resurrected Jesus. My circumstance, what I'm walking through right now, is just an opportunity for resurrection power to live through me. My circumstance doesn't determine my conclusion. My conclusion is determined by my Jesus, why? He is alive, and he's living in me, and He's got a plan for our lives, and His plan is to live. So if His plan is to live, then I need to shift my my focus. I need to start looking for Jesus. I don't need to look at the, the circumstances and focus on the circumstances. Maybe I need to open up my eyes and say, you know, I'm gonna push away doubt because the circumstances may cause me to doubt, but maybe I need to draw closer to Jesus and realize He's the one that has a plan for my life, and His plan is to live. See, here's a powerful truth. If I truly want the assurance of who Jesus is, if I want assurance in my life right now, then do this. Look at the wounds of Jesus. Look what Jesus said. He said, He said, Look at my hand, Thomas. Look in my side, Thomas. And Thomas's doubt fled because his doubt was no match for a resurrected Jesus. See, Jesus' wounds, Jesus' holes, Jesus' And everything that he went to, it points to the fact that he's alive, he's well, his love, his victory, his sacrifice. These are things we can be assured of. He truly died so that we could live, but he also rose from the dead so that we can keep living. Living is living with the resurrection power living in us daily. Jesus came so that that resurrection power that rose him from the dead could live in us. And when we see circumstances that we don't have answers for, that's when doubt tries to attach itself to us. And when doubt tries to attach itself to us, we have to push away those things when we do what? When we see the nail holes in his hands and we see the the marks in his side and we see the wounds that he went through and we see the, the suffering that he went through and realize that Jesus did all this for who? For me. So that I can truly live. See, doubt is no match for our resurrected Jesus. Resurrection power turns doubt into this, a declaration. Look at what Thomas said when Jesus walks right up to him and he he says to him, hey Thomas, look here, see here. Thomas says this, my Lord and my God. His doubt turns into a declaration. What you doubt today, Can turn into a declaration. You can say, My Lord and my God is greater than my circumstance. My Lord, my God is greater than my bank account. My Lord, my God is greater than sickness, greater than fear, greater than doubt, greater than any pressure, any stress, any anxiety that tries to attach itself to me. Doubt wants to attach itself to you. Because when we doubt, we 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 diminish our faith. You know when he said Jesus said, Stop doubting Thomas. You know what he was saying? He was saying, "Stop having unbelief. Stop having no faith. Start believing because when we believe, that's when we truly live." See, Jesus rose from the dead so that resurrection power could live inside of us. Thomas, if you look at Thomas's life, Thomas could have walked away from those that said, "I saw the Lord." And Thomas did this. Lean in. Hear this. You need to see this. Thomas chose to live close to those that believed. Thomas surrounded himself, and he was still in the same room with the disciples that saw the Lord. They saw the Lord, and he didn't believe. He was still close to them. You may be in your living room right now, and you may have popped into the speed right now, and you may not believe, and you may be you may be asking the simple question, Hey, Jesus, if you'd show yourself to me, I would believe. Can I tell you something? He's allowing you to see me so that you can believe. The very fact that you're still on the speed and you're listening to my voice is is proof enough that Jesus wants to reveal himself to you. The reason why he wants to reveal himself to you is because he wants you to live. Living is living in Jesus. It's living with faith that he has got so much more for our hearts and our lives. There is a reason why you haven't stopped watching. There's a reason why you haven't clicked on to something else. And that reason is because he's got more for you. Maybe you just need to put down that coffee cup and and realize that Jesus has got more for you today. This is living. And today, I just believe that Jesus wants to reveal himself to you. And when he reveals himself to you, that's when you you can declare like Thomas, my Lord and my God. He wasn't just saying, Jesus, you're the Messiah. He was saying that you are the ruler of my life and not just the ruler of my life. You are an awesome God. His doubt turned into holy wonder in a moment when he saw Jesus for who he was. So I want to encourage you today. Close your eyes. Take a moment right now. You may be in in your living room. Uh, You may be at your, your workplace. You may be sitting watching this on your phone. Close your eyes for a second. Take a deep breath and say this. Today, I believe. All doubt and all fear will run the moment that you believe. Because believing is the moment that we start living. And when we choose to believe, that's when Jesus comes. And that's when resurrection power comes. And that's what living is all about. See, i want to pray with you, because I believe that some of us are not living up to our greatest potential. It's because we're holding on to doubt. We're holding on to things we're trying to figure out, rather than release those things and say, Jesus, my Lord and my God, today I'm going to serve you. Today I'm going to give my life to you. Maybe you're far away from him, and today's your day to to make a declaration to draw close. It's very simple. It's a prayer. And it sounds like this, pray this prayer in your heart. Say, Jesus, today, I know that I need you. I know that I have doubts in my life, but today, Jesus, I choose to live. Today, Jesus, I choose you. Today, Jesus, I simply leave. And in this moment, everything changes. See, doubt flees, fear flees, Anxiety falls away. Why? Because that's when you start looking for Jesus. We don't look away from Him, we look towards Him because He is the author of life. So today, if you made that decision, I just want to encourage you. Here's the simplest thing you can do: drop an emoji, hand emoji, praying emoji, a thumbs up, do something and respond right now. We will reach out to you. We will pray for you. There's a link there that you can fill out a decision card, but we just want to encourage it that God's got way more for you than you can ever imagine today's your day to believe today is your day to live I can't wait to see you this coming week I can't wait to see you online again our online experience continues because we believe in you from my living room if you look around we're right in the middle of my living room this is as real as it gets we love you we believe in you we are for you and we know that God's got greater and it's it's his name's, his name is Jesus. So today, join us. Join us in the journey. Fill out that decision card and join us. We love you. And sing, here's my worship, Lord. my If you would like to give to this ministry, simply log on to our website at oceanwaychurch.com or check out our app where you can give as well. Thanks for tuning in, and be sure to join us again next week.